Welcome to Coffee with Romina. This is your host, Romina Muhammadai, award-winning leader, negotiation and sales expert, and your new favorite podcaster. Each week, we bring you inspiring stories from extraordinary people of diverse industries, sharing practical advice and tips on how to overcome career and personal obstacles, define your own success, and take charge of your own destination. Thank you for spending time with us today. Now let the show begin. Hello, my beautiful people, and I hope you guys are having a tremendous and a beautiful and a fabulous and a happy day. This is your favorite podcaster, Romina, and I know it's Friday, and you're like, Romina, what are you doing on a Friday posting an episode? Well, I actually wrote an article a couple of weeks ago, and I've been holding back into publishing the article, but I thought this week would be the best ideal week to publish the article, since the episode on Tuesday with Renee Piani was about getting real about love. So the article that I actually published today, you guys can check it out on LinkedIn or on my website. The best way to access it is connectwithromina.com. Or if you guys want to listen to the audio portion of the article, just stay in this episode. If you just want to read it, go to the website. But the topic is dating an entrepreneur. So I know whenever you Google things, dating an entrepreneur, what you should look out for, what you should be cautious about, is it easy, is it not? But we don't know the partner's point of view. So for somebody that has been dating an entrepreneur, maybe somebody that has been your, you know, years of success in entrepreneurship world, or maybe somebody that is a new entrepreneur, but we never really hear from the partner's point of view. We only have the entrepreneurs telling us their perspective of what they expect a relationship to be and what they would like their partner to know. So what I did is after doing a lot of research and actually doing interviews with some of my guests and some of my own connections, interviewing the entrepreneur of the relationship as well as their partner, I actually created five very important points on the final data point towards what should the entrepreneur partner know and what should the partner of the entrepreneur know. So what it's like dating an entrepreneur. I know dating is not easy nowadays. Again, we talked about that on getting real about love. You have to do a lot to overcome maybe family trauma, to know how to make sure that your energy, uh, the wavelength is correct, especially talking about the alpha females here. And when their masculine energy is really up because they're big go-getters, but like what would be the best way for them to approach love? Or maybe how quick you should just jump into love. If you guys have not heard that episode, go ahead and do so. We actually had Joe, uh, Renee's husband, be a part of the show. And we asked him some um, some questions that I was really interested in. And I know the audience is loving these questions too. So we actually asked Joe, what qualities should you look out for in a life partner? If you're fresh at dating or if you just got in a new relationship, what you should look out for in that matter. Why do men run away when things get a little bit too serious? As well as why is it hard for men to be vulnerable? What can we do to open up the door for them to allow them to open up their heart and take our judgment hat off and actually, uh, you know, listen to our partner? How to build safe and open communication relationship with your partner as well as how can you fight fairly in a relationship even when things are going a little bit south? So that's on the episode from Tuesday, you guys. But let's actually dive in now into a dating an entrepreneur from entrepreneur's perspective and the partner's perspective. So let's get started. So let's start first with the entrepreneur's perspective. The first and the most common thing that came across my survey and my research was 40 hours a week is a joke. 
And as an entrepreneur myself, I can definitely say a big yes, like big, big yes for this one, you guys. Because you got to understand that entrepreneurs are willing to work 60 to 70 hours a week to reach their vision and meet their goals. 40 hours is like a part-time job for us, which is like a running joke with entrepreneurs says, oh, you work 40 hours this week. I remember my first part-time job. But you have to understand also that entrepreneurs are very creative people. So sometimes they will jump off the bat in the middle of the night to write down their new ideas and you have to let them be in their zone. So how do you manage this time with your entrepreneur partner? Well, a big suggestion that came from the survey is you have to make sure that you set weekly time in the schedule for day nights or a different activities. If it's not scheduled in the calendar, it's not going to happen. That's not just with a partner, but that's literally with a family and friends too. So you have to respect the hustle of the entrepreneur and invest quality time together because it's absolutely very important to the romance. And also you have to have monthly checkups. And I know this may sound like a little too businessy, but you have to have monthly checkup and ask each other where you stand and how can the relationship improve. Entrepreneurs are very goal-focused, and if they have a goal that they're looking to work towards, they will work even harder on it. So you have to be very open and direct with them. But make sure that you have to schedule those 40 hours are a joke for us. Uh, You have to schedule if you want to do something a month or two months later down the road, you have to let your partner know. If you want to do something last minute, do not get butthurt if your entrepreneur partner will say, I'm sorry, I I cannot make it because they have a business to run at the same time. Numero dos, when it comes to entrepreneur's perspective, books are a huge turn on, okay? So entrepreneurs and TV have nothing in common. Unless they're watching a business or a self-development TV show, then yes, they will watch it. And sometimes they will binge watch Netflix or different shows, uh, but that would be once in a while. And that's typically just as a reward to themselves because they love learning and they love improving, improving themselves, but sometimes they need a moment to space out from that hard work and actually press reset button. So some people watch TV, some people watch a silly show and not even have like their brain think at the same time. So if you want to get on your partner's good side of your entrepreneur, partner's good side, books, you guys. What I would suggest is if you read the same book as your entrepreneurship husband or partner or husband or wife, you read the same book and you do study sessions with them. What does this really entail? It does not mean that you need a notebook and a paper to take notes for every single page of the book. But what you can do, have dinner and talk about the book or see what were your biggest takeaways or what was one point that you did not like from the author or what was something that you liked from the author and allow your entrepreneur partner to also open up to it because you would be surprised how much closer you guys will be able to get together when you start talking about books. Another thing that they love, love, love is going on conferences. So if you join them on the next conference, you literally are going to be like, hey, babe, can I come to the conference with you too? I think it would be very helpful for me to learn. Even if you're like 20, 30% like, "Mm, I want to learn, but not really. Go ahead and still do that. Just do it even once, you guys, or even once a year. You will be amazed at how much your entrepreneur partner will love it. But another thing too, you got to understand that entrepreneurs go to conferences for networking and for learning. So also don't be the negative Nancy that would like the attention during the conference. Just be there. Literally just know that you are there to spend time with them and you would be able to devote a weekend or two days or just 24 hours with them at a conference. Um, You would be surprised at how much the entrepreneur would love that. 
It would help your guys' relationship to be stronger and to be a lot more enjoyable. The third point that entrepreneurs want to make sure their partner knows is money gets reinvested. So entrepreneurs reinvest their money back into the business. Uh, If you were in a relationship before, then maybe you got fancy gifts all the time and uh, you got spoiled a lot, then understand that entrepreneurs reinvest their money and when it comes to their budgeting, they're very nitty-gritty and specific with it. That is not directly for you. That is not for you to not feel appreciated. That is because they are investing in their business. So if you got used to maybe fancy dinners before, if you got, if for my females out there, if you got used to luxury gifts, if you got used to fancy schmancy things, then you got to understand that if somebody is new in an entrepreneurship journey and they're still trying to get their business to run, they're going to be very budgety and they're going to be able to manage their money very good. And at first you might not like it, but think of it as long term too, because if you have somebody that manages the money really good, then you know for a fact they're not going to be able to waste money. Money managing is absolutely very important. I mean, people literally study this and people are not good at this. So you got to understand that your entrepreneur partner is reinvesting the money. Uh, A suggestion that I would definitely have for this one is if you want a gift, uh, tell your partner, uh, maybe give them options. So not necessarily like a $500 item or a $1,000 item, but give them a couple of different options and allow them to see which gift they'll be able to get for you. Another thing too is whenever you put a picture in front of the entrepreneur's uh, eyes, they will actually put a goal in their mind and they're going to work hard to hit that goal. So by giving them options, you are not narrowing down their vision either. You're allowing them to be creative. So maybe they would be able to get two gifts or be creative a little bit more into the gift giving process. So money that gets reinvested, you guys, and don't ask for an entrepreneur to waste the money. Honestly, don't do it. It's not good. The fourth point from the entrepreneur's perspective is being supportive and keeping the drama away. I cannot say this enough. Like, literally, I'm clapping here. I cannot say this enough because business requires to make last-minute changes, have high adaptability, keep a positive attitude, and be mentally focused on your goals. When it comes to entrepreneurs, they need to make sure that you are their backbone. Meaning, if you are the entrepreneur's partner, so I'm an entrepreneur, right? If my partner has my back no matter what, then I would feel a lot safer to go out there and hunt down my business deals. But if the partner brings keeps bringing drama to the table, that is, like, entre- entrepreneurs are not willing to invest in a relationship, you guys, that ha- doesn't have a growing projectile. They're not. They look at it things long term. They look at it, they look at things of how can I make this better? So if they have it good, but you keep bringing drama, they're going to look at that as an obstacle that is unnecessary for their life. They're going to look at that as an obstacle that their partner brought to the table. They're going to look at their partner also as not a solution-oriented person, and it's going to be a turnoff for them. So if you can handle the drama on your own, I understand life happens as a different topic, but I'm talking about unnecessary drama here. If you can handle that on your own, that's perfectly fine. Go for it because they would like for you to take initiative and fix your own portion as well. And they will be supportive though. Like, don't get me wrong. Entrepreneurs will be supportive, but they need to make sure that the smallest, you know, the smallest obstacle that comes your way, you're not freaking out. They, they just cannot do that. 
Um, what I would suggest for this is have open communication and understanding. And you got to understand also that entrepreneurs experience a lot of emotions on a day-to-day basis. So their minds are automatically going to think of solution-oriented uh, direction, right? So what you have to do is you have to make sure that you take a penny and give a penny. So it has to be a balance. So let's say the entrepreneur has a bad day, then the partner has their back that day. The following days is vice versa. So you always, whenever you think about this, not only with entrepreneurs, but even on relationships, you have to think of take a penny, give a penny. So you have to balance that equation. You cannot just take, 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 right? Because the bank is going to go negative. The emotion, That emotional bank is going to go negative. So you have to invest on it too. Again, drama is unnecessary and not healthy. So when obstacles arise, stay focused on solving the problem instead of creating one. Try to be solution-oriented. And the... And another thing, too, is if you are your entrepreneur's biggest cheerleader, instead of bringing them down with drama, but actually motivating them, that's absolutely a very key point, too. The last point from entrepreneur's perspective is treat the relationship like a business. They would like for their partner to know is that this is how they approach relationships. I know, again, it kind of sounds like businessy, like a business transaction, right? What's the romance in there? But hear me out. You have to understand that entrepreneurs like a challenge and the harder they work on achieving their goals, the more they're going to appreciate their milestone. So if they treat the relationship like a million dollar business, then you bet your ass they're actually going to appreciate it a lot more when this relationship becomes very healthy and becomes very fruitful. Big suggestion for this one is have a couple's goal list, create a visual board together and create a plan. It is healthy to also have regular checkups in the relationship, just like we said before, and re-strategize if you need to. Yes, again, it sounds very businessy, but you how else you're gonna be able to grow together, right? All of this is made so you can build a stronger relationship and allow the relationship to go deeper as both of you guys are working towards a common goal and you'd be able to stay focused, that laser focus for both of you guys. Okay, so let's actually go ahead and jump in into partner's perspective. This is an interesting one. We don't really hear from partners of what they, they what they want their entrepreneurs, lovers to know. Lovers sounds weird, but you guys get the point. So, number one, what the partner wants their entrepreneur lover to know is results matter. So, it's absolutely very important for them. Results matter. Partners often get tired of hearing all these ideas and business plans, but to believe you, they need to also see results. Because entrepreneurs are very creative people, they have new ideas like pop, 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 pop in their head all the time, right? And if you follow all of them, you're literally going to be running 100 different directions and you're going to be lost. So a suggestion is walk your partner through your plan, lay out all the cards and the tables and create a goal deadline. So if you're an entrepreneur that just boom, gets excited and it's on the run, you have to show results to your partner. You have to give your partner a deadline. And even if you don't meet that deadline, you have to come up with reasons, legitimate reasons, why you didn't meet the, the deadline. So this way they would be able to see your progress. So it's not just words and actions in the air. Well, words can be in the air, not actions, but you guys get the point. If nothing is accomplished and you just follow your creativity, your partner will lose trust in you, okay? So make sure you use all your entrepreneurship skills properly. Also, allow them to be your accountability buddy. Allow your partner to be a good accountability partner. It's very important. It also makes them feel involved in everything. 
Numero dos from partner's perspective is show interest in their hobbies. This is absolutely very important because a lot of times entrepreneurs, whenever we get all involved in our own business, like if you ask me a question about my business, I can talk about it all day. But we sometimes forget to ask our partners about their hobbies and actually reverse the tables and dedicate time to them. So show interest in your partner's hobbies. All my entrepreneurs out there, listen to this. Create a dual partnership by allowing your partner to also express themselves and enjoy their hobbies with you. Entrepreneurs get lost in their own world and often forget about the other party. So a good suggestion for this one is plan weekly and monthly activities on a rotational system so both of you can enjoy each other's hobbies together. It will help in building a stronger bond and also understands each other's emotions better. Put your entrepreneurs, okay, hold on, my entrepreneurs out there, key, 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 put your phone away when it's hobby time and do not talk about business. It's absolutely very important you don't talk about the business. Like, it's hobby time, it's activity time. You have to respect that time. A third one that the partners would like their entrepreneurship lovers, I'm going to keep saying lovers, (laughs) Uh, the third one that the partners would love their entrepreneurship lovers to know is that they can trust them. Often partners feel left out and they don't feel as involved in the business. And no, they don't know, don't want to know everything about the business, but they want to know new milestones. They want to know new opportunities arising your way in the business or anything that would be helpful for them to feel like they're a part of it. Again, they don't want to be 100% in. That's not their goal. Their goal is to feel involved. So a big suggestion for this one is... Don't share your business struggles with your partner, as they might be a lot sometimes, but share with them some good parts, have them feel involved, and maybe share with them some ugly parts of the business, but do not scare them away. Ease them into the, you know, the big challenges that for you might be like a normal day, but for a person that works corporate or doesn't run a business might not be easy to, you know, smooth into. So, uh, share, share, share with your partner, you guys. You have to allow them in. It means a lot to them, honestly. The fourth point from partner's perspective is show them security and loyalty. That's absolutely very important. And it was I was very actually intrigued to even see this on the list because um, they want their entrepreneur partner to be loyal to them. And just like they are loyal to the business, honestly. Uh, You need to invest time and energy in your business to be successful, right? Well, a fruitful partnership requires the same thing. So partners often get worried that their entrepreneur lover might find somebody else better than them out there. Somebody that maybe is a part of the entrepreneurship world or somebody that maybe is like a crazy go-getter like they are. And they start having insecurities within themselves. That doesn't necessarily mean that jealousy is going to pop up like crazy, but they have those inner doubts. So you have to... Let your partner know how much you love them and actually allow your partner in a little bit on the business and make them feel secure in the relationship, you guys. It's absolutely very important. Demonstrate the security and loyalty by your actions also. Make them feel important, which kind of ties into the fifth point from partner's perspective is they keep saying that, you know, oh, my partner, my entrepreneur, lover, (laughs) it's very stubborn. But stubbornness is good when it comes to the goals, but not when it comes to a romantic relationship. So the fifth point is asking their opinion. It's absolutely very important. If a business decision affects both of you, you have to make sure you ask your partner's opinion. 
They look at things differently and they're not as emotionally attached to the business as you might be. So this actually can be leveraged for an opinion that you might need in the business because whenever they're going to look at it, they don't have that attachment to the business like you do. They would be able to give you an outsider perspective or maybe... Um, a midsider, that's not a thing, but uh, somebody that knows a little bit about the business, that's why you have to let them in, right? Knows a little bit about the business and understands what it means for you, but also understands what it means for other people, for employees, or for other or directions maybe you have not thought of because you're so emotionally involved with the business, right? So your partner will feel appreciated if you take their opinion into consideration and I mean, we know this by now, you guys. Hearing the opinion of your loved ones is absolutely very important. So make sure you ask for their opinion and it will help you build a stronger foundation for a very fruitful and healthy relationship with your entrepreneur lover. So (laughs) to kind of summarize it, everyone, you guys, um, we are talking about dating an entrepreneur. So from entrepreneurship perspective, entrepreneurs would like their partners to know this five things. Number one, 40 hours a week is a joke. Number two, books are a huge turn-on. Number three, money gets reinvested. Number four, be supportive and keep the drama away. And number five, treat relationship like a business. Now, the partner's perspective for their entrepreneurship lovers is, number one, they need to see results. Results is absolutely very important. It's a big turn-off for them if they don't see results. Number two, show interest in their hobbies. It's very important. Number three, you trust them and you allow them to be a part of the business somehow. Uh, Number four, show them loyalty and show them security. That's absolutely very important. And number five, just ask for their freaking opinion. It's that easy. So I hope you guys learned a lot from this. I had a lot of fun actually conducting this research and conducting the interviews with my entrepreneurship friend and their partner. So this was helpful, you guys. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to this podcast from. If you're listening from Apple Podcasts, you guys go ahead and give us a five-star review and a short comment and tell us how amazing we are doing. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And this is, again, episode 114. We will be back on schedule next week on Tuesday with another amazing episode, but expect more of this Bono solo Romina, worldly <laughs> episodes in the future. Um, again, I do sound like I had 500 cups of coffee, you guys. No, I had only two cups of coffee today, but welcome to my life. This is how much energy I have in my daily life. So to summarize it, I hope this episode was super duper helpful to you. Um, I hope it helps you in your relationship. If you guys would love to add more to the list, please go ahead and send me a message slide on my DMs on Connect with Romina on Instagram or check out the full article on connectwithromina.com. Until next week, I hope you guys have a fabulous and tremendous weekend and your favorite podcast through Romina. It's out for now. Bye. This podcast is a 6-7 Radius production. To learn more about 6-7 Radius, our services, and how we can help you strategize your marketing and increase your sales, click the service tab on connectwithromina.com.